Hello to my fantastic students. My name is Mariette Tussisse, and I'm the teacher who will talk to you on the radio. I wish I could see you in person, but I know that you will listen carefully and do your best. Before we start, I have an important message to share with you. I hope you are all following the direction of the government and protecting yourselves from Corona. We need everyone to take the sickness very seriously. We have the ability to protect ourselves. We just need to do what the government tells us to do. Are you getting me? Yes, we should do what the government tells us. As they are trying to make sure we do not suffer like the rest of the world right now. Very good, Peter. The government is telling us all to stay home right now. Do you understand why they are saying this? They are saying this so we do not get the sickness from someone who does not know they have it. Like we talked about before, sometimes a person can have the sickness and not know it. Sometimes they can feel healthy. Even if someone has the sickness and feels healthy, they can give us the sickness. This is why it is important that we stay home right now. You really have been listening, my dear Shola. That's very good. The government has told us to stay home because they do not want the sickness to spread more. This is another reason why you are learning your lesson on the radio. Now, do you not have to leave your home to go to school? You are bringing, we are also bringing our lessons right here to you. I love learning from rising on here on the radio. Adults, you have the responsibility to protect your children. Do not hurt them. If you or someone you know is being hurt by an adult, it is the right thing to tell someone you trust. Can you think of safe adults in your community who can trust? Yes, our teachers and principal care about us. Who else can we tell? That's a great question, Shola. Once you tell an adult you trust, the best next thing to do is to go to the police station. I know it might be scary, but police officers are supposed to help the children who have been hurt. Do you understand? I understand. Police officers are supposed to help children who tell them they have been hurt. What will happen at the police station? Yes, when you get to the police station, you will sit down with the police officer. They will ask you a few questions and they will ask you to tell the truth about what has happened. If they ask you a question and you do not know the answer, it is okay if you tell them that you do not know the answer. The most important thing is to be honest and to tell them only what you know. This is not an easy thing, but you are protecting yourself and others when you do so. It is right to be protected from abuse. That is your right. Now it is time for our lessons. Today we have another reading lessons together and I'm feeling great because I know you'll do lots of fun activities. How are you feeling today? And to you at home, how are you feeling? Remember, last time we practiced the sentence, she pressed tiny seeds into the warm earth. We practiced blending sounds to read and write the words like blast, stomp, 
Glint, Flint, Trank, Stamp, Frank, and Bland. We practice arranging words to write a sentence. Last, we read and discussed the passage part two, Daisy Doesn't Quit. I also want to tell your families about the great work you did in your assignment. Hello, families. Please talk to your child about a time when someone in your family worked hard to achieve a dream. I am sure they did a fantastic job. Today we have six fun activities to do. Number one, we'll do an activity called sentence warm-up. And number two, we'll do a new activity called sight words. Number three, we'll do an activity called brilliant blending. Number four, we'll do an activity called write and read. Number five, we'll do an activity called listen and write. And number six, we'll do an activity called read aloud. Are you ready for that? Now let's have a great class together. First, it's time for a sentence warm-up. Today, our practice sentence is, Canoes are small boats that people paddle with oars. Canoes are small boats that people paddle with oars. You'll listen while I'll say the sentences two times. Then I'll tell you when it is your time to say it and read it. Then we can read it together. Ready? Listen first. Canoes are small boats that people paddle with oars. Canoes are small boats that people paddle with oars. Okay, when I say your turn, then you can all say it together with me. Ready? Your turn. Canoes are small boats that people paddle with oars. One more time. Canoes are small boats that people paddle with oars. Now, when I hear the sentence, canoes are small boats that people paddle with oars, I think about people moving through the water in a small wooden boat. Oars are sticks that people use to paddle. Paddle means to move the boat. Imagine the sound of the paddle as it goes into the water. Splish, splash. I want you to think about how you will do a drama for this sentence. Canoes are small boats that people paddle with oars. Will you pretend to be an oar to paddle a boat? Will you make a splish, splash sound? When the oars go into the water, I'll give you five seconds to think about how you'll do drama to show the sentence. Canoes are small boats that people paddle with oars. Great. I hope you have your drama ideas ready. Now I'll say the sentence and you will do your drama. Ready? Your turn. The students here with me did a wonderful drama. I just wish I could see your beautiful drama at home too. 
but I'm sure you did a great job. Now I have some questions for you. When I ask the question, if the answer is yes, please stand up. If the answer is no, sit down. If the answer is yes, please stand up. If the answer is no, sit down. Let's begin. First question. Are canoes small boats? Next question. Are kittens small cats? Next question. Are adults small people? Next question. Are roosters small chickens? Wonderful job answering those questions. Now let's say it together. The word paddle. 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 I wonder if you can tell me how many syllables there are in the word paddle. You will listen while I clap the syllables in the word. Then I'll tell you when it is your turn to try. Ready? Listen. Paddle. Paddle. Ready? Your turn. Paddle. Again? Paddle. Good. How many syllables in paddle? Two. Yes, there are two syllables. Paddle is one word with two syllables. Is paddle a noun, a verb, or an adjective? Remember, a verb is an action word used with or without object. Great. Paddle is a word that can be used as a verb or a noun. The word paddle is a synonym for or. Both words describe sticks to move boats from water. For example, the man has two paddles in his boat. Paddle can also be used as a verb, meaning to push a boat through the water. For example, she paddled the boat for two hours. Now it is time for sight words. This is the new part of our lesson where we will review sight words. Sight words are words that we use a lot, so we want to be able to read them quickly when we see them. In your notebook, I want you to have a special place where you write your sight words. Every day, you will put your sight words in the same place. It could be at the front of your book, or it could be at the back of your book. But you need four pages only for sight words. On sight words page one, you write the number one and two with a space next to each number for a word. Now go ahead and write one and two. Now you will write the sight word I tell you next to the numbers. Number one, write the word I. This word has one letters and it is spelled I. This word has one letter and it is spelled I. Number two, write the word the. This word has three letters and it is spelled T-H-E. Fantastic! 
Now we'll play a sight word game. I will say a word and you will point to the word in your notebook. And we will say how to spell it. It could be sight words that you wrote before. Ready? I. Point to the word I. Look at the word and read it. I. The. Point to the word the. Look at the word and read it. The. I. Point to the word I. Look at the word and read it. I. The. Point to the word the. Look at the word and read it. The. Great job with your sight words today. Remember, save those four pages in your notebook for your collection of sight words. We'll add more sight words in our next session. Now it's time for brilliant blending. Are you ready for brilliant blending? Okay. At the beginning of a word, sometimes we have one sound and sometimes we have two sounds. Today, we'll practice some words that have two sounds at the beginning of the word. Number one. First, you listen. Woo, eh, tsi. Woo, eh, tsi. Wet. Woo, eh, tsi. Wet. Now you can try. Ready? Your turn. Woo, at, wet. Woo, at, wet. First, you listen for number two. D, e, d, deed, d, e, d, deed. Now you can try. Ready? Your turn. D, e, d. Did again. Did. 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 Number three. First, you listen. Sleep. 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 Now you can try. Ready? Your turn. Sleep. 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 Now we go to number four. First, you listen. T -a -p -top. T -a -p -top. Now you can try. Ready? Your turn. T -up -top. Again. T -up -top. Number five. Now you listen. N man m a n man now you can try ready your turn m a n man again m a n man number 6 first you listen st e p step st Step. Now you can try. Ready? Your turn. Step. 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 
Excellent work. Now I'm going to spell a word for you to write. Then we will read the word together. Number one. Write the word spelt W E T. Now try to read and pronounce this word on your own. Listen why I sound out the word. Wet. 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 The letter W makes the sound W. E makes the sound E. And T makes the sound T. Now, your turn. Wet. 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 Number two. Write the word spelt S L I P. Now try to read and pronounce this word on your own. Listen where I sound out the word. Sleep. 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 The letters S, L together make the sound sl. I makes the sound E. And P makes the sound P. Now, your turn. Sleep, sleep. Sleep, sleep. Number three. Write the word spelt M. A N. Now try to read and pronounce this word on your own. Listen while I sound out the word. M N. M A N. Man. M A N. Man. Man. The word, the letter M makes the sound M. The letter M makes the sound M. A makes the sound A. And N makes the sound N. Your turn. M A N man. Great. You were working very hard today. Now let's do a small brain break to celebrate. We'll do a breathing exercise. Please stand up. Now breathe in and raise your hands above your head. Breathe out and put your hands down. Again, breathe in and raise your hand above your head. Breathe out and put your hands down. Last time, breathe in and raise your hand above your head. Breathe out and put your hands down. Well done. Now, are you ready to do listen and write? 
Great. Please take out your notebook and pencil and get ready to listen carefully. Number one, write the question. Did the man sleep on the wet top step? I will say it again. Did the man sleep on the wet top step? Good job. Now we are going to check and see if you wrote your words correctly. Ready? Let's go. One. Did has the sound d, e, d. And it is spelled d, i, d. The is a sight word. And it is spelled t, h, e. Man has the sound m a n and it is spelled m a n sleep has the sounds sl e p and it is spelled s l i p on has the sound a n and it is spelled o n the is sight word and it is spelled C H E. Top has the sounds T A P and it is spelled T O P. Step has the sounds St E P and it is spelled S T E now look at the words and read as I say the question again. Did the man sleep on the wet step? Remember, this is a sentence. So the first letter of the first word should be capitalized and there should be a punctuation at the end. What does the sentence, did the man sleep? on the wet step mean? I imagine that there is a man going up some stairs. Now let's read the sentence together. Did the man sleep on the wet top step? Great job. All right, our last activity today is read aloud. We are going to read to you a non-fiction passage about fishing. Non-fiction means that the passage is about things that are not real. By listening, we can learn some interesting facts. This passage is called All About Fishing. Hearing that title makes me ask questions like, what is fishing? What do people use to fish? How many people work in fishing? Fishing is the activity of trying to catch fish. Fish are normally caught in the wild. Wild fish live in rivers, lakes, and the ocean. Techniques for catching fish include hand guarding, spearing, netting, angling, and trapping. There are many types of boats that are used for fishing. Canoes are small boats that people paddle with oars. 
Big boats have engines, and they drag large nets behind them to catch many fish at once. Fishing may include catching aquatic animals than fish, such as calm, octopus, crabs, and sea cucumbers. The United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization collects information on fishing around the world. According to their statistics, in 2016, 40.3 million people worked in commercial fishing. Most of those people live in Asia. About 5 million of people who worked in fishing live in Africa. The FAO also estimates that there are 4.6 million fishing boats in the world. Slightly over half of these boats have motors and rest do not have motors. Wow! What an interesting passage. Based on what we've learned, maybe we can try to answer some of the questions we had at the beginning. What is fishing? Hmm. At the beginning of the passage, I remember reading the sentences. Fishing is the activity of trying to catch fish. Fish are normally caught in the wild. Fishing may include catching aquatic animals other than fish, such as clam, octopus, crabs, and sea cucumbers. Listening to that, I think that fishing means going into nature, like a lake, river, or ocean, and catching the animals in the water. Fish are a natural resource, and fishing is collecting that natural resource. But it is not only fish. If you catch other types of animals like crab or octopus, you can also call it fishing. Oh, I love how you explain that in your own words, Shola. Question two is now, Listen and listen well and think about it. What do people use to fish? Let me think. In the passage, I remember reading the sentence. Techniques for catching fish include hand gathering, spearing, netting, angling, and trapping. There are many types of boats that are used for fishing. From what I understand, there are many different ways to fish. You can fish by standing on a bridge and dropping a string into the water, or you can fish by going out in a small boat, or you can fish by going out in a big boat. Great answer. I love your answers. Now for question three. How many people work in fishing? I know. In the passage, I remember reading the sentences. According to their statistics, in 2016, 40.3 million people worked in commercial fishing. Most of those people live in Asia. About 5 million of the people who worked in fishing live in Africa. Wow, there is a lot of people. More people work in fishing around the whole world than the people in my whole country. Amazing job answering those questions. Oh, we've learned some interesting facts about fishing today.
Now, students at home, I have an assignment for you. I would like you to write four sentences. Each sentence should use one of these words. Wet, fish, net, and sheep. I'll go over the assignment again. I would like you to write four sentences. Each sentence should use one of these words. Wet, fish, net, sheep. Okay, students, let's do a quick recap about all that we've learned today. Today, we practice the sentence, canoes are small boats that people paddle with oars. We practice blending sounds to read and write the words like wet, did, sleep, stop, top, man, and step. We practice blending sounds to read and write the words like wet, did, sleep, top, man, and step. We use our words to write the sentence, Did the man sleep on the wet top step? Last, we read and discussed the passage all about fishing. Boys and girls, that's the end of our class for today. We are so happy you were here with us and we wish you all the best. You were so fantastic. We hope to talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.